0: You know, we do look, but you have to be realistic. You know, we have put on some uh, trades that, um, you know, on smaller scale that have uh, potential returns of 25 to 50 to one related to uh, both interest rates and gold prices. So, you know, our, 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 our viewpoint is that the markets are currently too complacent regarding inflation. And that if inflation does prove to be higher than expectations, that will result in both higher gold prices and higher interest rates. And if you get those two happening at the same time, in a period of time, uh, we can set up positions that could, you know, return from 25 to 50 to 1.
1: John Paulson, a multi-fiat Federal Reserve note billionaire equivalent, Wall Street trading legend, was interviewed on August 12, 2021 in Bloomberg Wealth published these video clips this past week. Now, this famed, often highly leveraged derivative trader who helped his firm and investors net over $20 billion on a single trade shorting the 2007-2008 housing market credit bust, he had additional sharp insights on the parabolic future price climb for gold.
0: After you made your famous trade that we talked about, yeah, I think you put on a trade where you bought a lot of gold or gold futures and you were what was called by some a gold bug. You're a big believer in gold. Gold's now about $1,700 an ounce or so. Are you believing that gold is now a good uh, investment at this price? Yeah, we do, and, and thank you for bringing that up. Uh, we, you know, we do believe that gold uh, does very well in times of inflation. Uh, we we saw what happened the last time gold went sort of parabolic was in the '70s when we had uh, two years of double-digit inflation. And the reason why gold goes parabolic is that basically, it's a very limited amount of investable gold. I think it's on the order of uh, several trillion. Well, the total amount of financial assets is closer to 200 trillion and fixed income somewhere above 120 uh, trillion. So what happens is if you own long-term treasury bonds that are yielding 2%, and interest rates move up to 5%, those bonds fall materially in value. Uh, Likewise, if you have cash sitting in a bank that you're earning 0% on, inflation's 4%, you're gradually eroding the value of your money. So as inflation picks up, people try and get out of fixed income, they try and get out of cash, and the logical place to go is gold, uh, especially if it starts to rise in, in inflationary times. But because the amount of money trying to move out of cash and fixed income dwarfs the amount of investable gold, that the supply and demand imbalance causes gold to rise. And the more it rises, it sort of feeds on itself. and has the potential to go uh, what I call parabolic. So today, you are a big believer in gold as a good investment now? Yes, yeah, so we, we thought uh, in 2009 that with the Fed uh, Doing quantitative easing, which is essentially printing money, that that would lead to inflation. But what happened was that the Fed while the Fed printed money, they at the same time raised the capital and reserve requirements in banks. So the money sort of recycled, went the Fed bought treasuries, created money, wound up in the banks, and then was redeposited at the Fed. So the amount of excess reserves at the Fed almost rose by the same amount they were printed, and the money never really entered the money supply, so it was not inflationary. This time around, uh, the money has entered the money supply. So the money supply was up something like 25% uh, last year. And the, the best indicator of inflation is, is money supply. So I, I do think we have inflation coming well in excess of what the current expectations are.
1: Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SDBullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one you know the drill, SD Bullion is giving away a box of 500 new 2021 Silver Eagles that could have your name written all over it. But if you don't enter, it could go to someone like Silver Steve here. And while we like Silver Steve, he really doesn't like to share. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter your chance at winning this 2021 SD Bullion Type 2 American Silver Eagle Coin Monster Box giveaway of 500 Silver Eagle Coins. Official sweepstakes rules can be found at wwwsdbullioncom forward slash sweepstakes. Good luck to all of you who enter and for your chance to win. The close of this week's silver and gold derivative trading hours ended on a positive note for bullion bulls. Both respective silver and gold spot prices were bolstered by a massive near 500,000 job miss in August 2021. The gold-silver ratio also fell strongly on the news, showing signs that derivative traders were seeking alpha by placing additional silver derivative long bets. Sideways spot price consolidations can wear people's excitement and patience out. Uh, But this Wall Street silver meme I saw this past Wednesday, it was made for silver bulls like myself. For this last year of time, and the long base and price consolidation we've been building, it still signals massive upside energy, which is likely coming. Here we have the U.S. Central Bank and European Central Bank combined together. And with fiat creationist cartels en route to doubling their ballooning balance sheets within the last two years of time, a reckoning in store of value confidence is what I continue actively betting on and saving against. This week we have some interesting news from various important gold stacking and even increasing commodity price discovering nations on the other side of the world, will begin with news out of China. China will launch more futures contracts, including a shipping futures contract, and accelerate efforts to bring in more overseas investors to trade in its futures market, the state council or cabinet said on Friday. China will also establish an international yuan denominated commodities futures market, it said in a statement on promoting trade and investment in its free trade zones. The cabinet announcement comes amid China's increasing efforts to become a global commodities pricing power, with the country gradually opening up more commodities derivative contracts to overseas participants for trading. Foreign companies and investors currently have limited access to China's vast commodities markets. Contracts that are open to foreign traders include crude oil, iron ore, TASR 20 rubber, low sulfur fuel oil, and bonded copper. Note the mentioning of shipping futures contracts. And also that we've had massive escalating price squeeze ongoing for shipping containers and goods coming from China to the USA pretty much since the pandemic began back in 2020. Much of these increasing shipping price escalations have and will likely continue to be passed off to consumers with higher prices for goods coming out of China. Recall, too, that China is still the world's largest consumer of commodities and it's not really close in terms of the second largest markets for most commodities. It's pretty easy to guess that China wants to wrestle away much of commodity price discovery influence from futures markets like the ones in the U.S., for instance, the COMEX and the NYMEX, in order to have her longer term agenda more easily appeased. So it looks like Russia took their recent SDR allocation and immediately bought gold bullion with it. Russia, gold, and FX reserves hit record high after IMF transfer. Russia's international gold and foreign currency reserves rose to a record high of $615.6 billion after receiving a tranche from the International Monetary Fund the Central Bank said on Thursday. The IMF gave Russia around $17.5 billion in its SDRs in late August as part of the global $650 billion SDR allocations. Its largest distribution of monetary reserves on record, a story that we covered here on this SDR channel, Russia's gold and FX reserves, the world's fourth largest, rose by $20 billion in the week to August 27th, the Central Bank said in a weekly report. Countries can use the SDR allocation to support their economies or swap them with other countries, but should not use the fiscal space to delay needed economic reforms or debt restructuring, the IMF said. And I would add that countries can simply add more sovereign gold bullion to their system and have a more sound balance sheet than other increasingly indebted nations in the West. Of course, Russia likely knows well the International Monetary Fund's special drawing rights history, how the IMF SDR began in 1968 as a supposed gold-backed, freely convertible Supra central bank note, only to morph into yet another full fiat currency contrivance. To date, the basket of SDR fiat currency unit inputs have lost over 97% of their value to gold bullion, and the Russian Federation likely agrees that the SDR devaluation versus bullion trend is not changing anytime soon. More news from the Russian central bank, which said this past week, a new financial crisis on the scale of the 2008 collapse could happen in less than 18 months if global inflation is not kept in check. A surge in public and private sector debt levels during the recovery from the pandemic could cause the global economy to, quote, deteriorate drastically and rapidly. If the U.S. Federal Reserve has to jack up interest rates to quell inflation, the Bank of Russia warned in its annual monetary policy forecast. Risk premiums will increase significantly. The most indebted countries will struggle to service their debt, and a significant financial crisis will begin in the global economy in the first quarter of 2023, one comparable to the 2008-2009 crisis with a long period of uncertainty and protracted recovery, the central bank said. The prediction is not the central bank's central scenario. This instead foresees a broad economic recovery with inflationary pressures dissipating by the end of this year, and is, quote, significantly more likely, unquote, than... It's alternative scenarios, a financial crisis, a worsening pandemic, or rising global inflation. Even so, the warning indicates Russia's growing concern over increasing inflation worldwide, whereas U.S. and European central bank officials have said they consider price increases to be temporary. A Russian central bank governor, Elvira Nabilina, told the Financial Times in July 2021 that growing inflationary pressure in Russia was likely to be a long-term phenomenon. One look at this long-term fiat-ruble gold price chart, And you can see that the ruble and inflation know each other rather well. Gold market analysts Daniel March and Christian Gopal were quick to cite massive gold demand out of India for this past month of August 2021. Remember how last week we mentioned Germany had almost imported 100 metric tons of gold in the first half of this year 2021? Well, India did that and more in August alone. The largest gold bullion buying nation of India is getting back on track and appears she's well on our way to importing 1,000 metric tons for this year. This week, Market Watch had an interesting story citing estimates that an additional 20% of undocumented smuggle gold moves into India annually, stashed inside wigs, jeans, shoes, and other body cavity regions. The reason for this, on a large scale, is the arbitrage of possibly avoiding the 7.5% duty and tax slapped onto both gold and silver bullion bar imports into India, a country that's preparing to launch trial balloons and programs for its fiat CBDC rupee later this year, 2021. You see, the Indian banking system is notorious for being insolvent and having not written down bad debts and loans for decades. So moving to a fiat CBDC grid and killing cash is likely a high priority for the financial powers that be moving forward. Finally, to close, I'm gonna leave a link of an interview I did yesterday with Tom from Palisades Radio. In that interview, I went over a bit of what I'm about to tell you. So my recent less than 24 hour one day trip through Istanbul, Turkey was eye-opening. It's an ancient and it's the largest city on the European continent and has portions of its city extending on the continent of Asia as well. Basically the pass between Europe and Asia. There's about 16 million people who live there at the moment. The majority of the people living there are suffering under severe currency devaluation and ongoing price inflation historically and currently this part of the world has a massive gold trade not merely an annual demand for high-grade gold jewelry manufacturing but also in its growing gold refining capacities increasingly too as the turkish lira continues devaluing the demand for silver continues to grow, and it's likely the poor man's gold is deemed a better value in a reasonable price range. In mid-2008, the Turkish Lira was almost at par one-to-one with the Fiat Federal Reserve note, and now it takes over eight lira to get one US dollar. So I went there with the express intention to buy some high-grade gold jewelry gifts in their world-famous Grand Bazaar, you can see here. The trouble was, they had a national holiday on August 30th, and so I will be happily returning again to try and visit the Grand Bazaar, but it was closed that day. So, no high-grade gold jewelry for me. And here's the point. I didn't get my high-grade gold gifts or whatever, but I did get some perspective. Freaking close, bad timing. That day I got to meet and briefly sit down with a young charismatic Syrian refugee for a 15-minute tea. And we quickly got to the point where he mentioned how terrible his job was. He complained of having to work 12-hour days with no breaks, and how his pay was getting demolished by ongoing Lira price inflation. Never mind the fact that his home country was recently ravished by war. And I bet if you asked a lot of these people here, they'd tell you similar or even possibly worse stories. You see, most of us watching this video have been lucky, including myself. So it's just a reminder to count your blessings. And as for high-grade gold jewelry, again, I didn't get any that day, but the good news is, is that SD Boyan has now created a high-grade gold jewelry line, and I wanted to show you a preview of that. Have a look. That's it for this week's SD bullion market update. As always, for you out there, take great care of yourselves, those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content. Give us your thoughts in the comments below. Let us know what you think and which topics you wanna hear more about.